Welcome back to the Windy City Wire podcast. My name's Samson Aglia, and welcome back, listeners. It's been a long time. We've been getting texts and phone calls. When's the Windy City Wire coming back? I don't know. Maybe never. Maybe in a week. How about right now? It's on, and we're back. I'm here with my good friend James Marisi and another friend of ours, Owen Zimmerman. Great to have you guys. Um, And, Owen, we'd love you to be our uh, new co-host, make it a trio for this podcast going forward. How are you guys? I'm doing well. It's not a problem at all for me, Sam. You know how much I love being on. Yeah, I'm doing good, Sam. Good to be here. Glad we got Owen on. Uh, you know, NFL playoffs are on the corner, so nobody better. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, I totally agree. Owen, uh, he knows his stuff. He's keeping up with sports probably better than I am right now. So uh, it's great to have him on the show and great to be back. Thank you for tuning back in, listeners. All right, so today's show it is currently Thursday, January 12th, 2023. Happy 2023. Uh, and today we're going to be talking about the Bears. Bears got the number one pick. Are we happy? What are the Bears going to do? A little bit of NFL playoff preview with the playoff picture. Maybe we'll poke some fun at Owen about the Packers. He'll poke fun back at us about the Bears. We'll talk about it. We'll do a little bit of a Bulls update. We'll talk about the Blackhawks and also the Cubs getting a few additions. And we'll just talk general MLB. It's it's only January, so we got some time till opening day, but I am missing baseball. I'm going to tell you that. All right. Well, let's uh get into it. How uh, sound good, boys? Yeah, brother. Let's do it. All righty. So, your Chicago Bears had another disappointing year. Bears went 13 or 3 and 14, 2 and 7 at home and 1 and 7 away. It was not very good. I think I saw all of the losses, I think. Uh, every game I went to was a loss. Um, but there were some bright spots, James. Uh, what did you think about the year? Um, I think uh, it's what we expected maybe, I think, before the season. Maybe that first after that Niners win in week one. Um, maybe I got my hopes up a little uh, too high, but... Uh, I think this is a, a good spot for us to be in. Number one pick, uh, tons of cap space, a lot of money. We'll get into that in a little bit. But, yeah, just a uh, disappointing year. I always want to win games. But uh, saw our quarterback uh, take some strides and in, into becoming the guy. And I liked what I saw. And, you know, our team stayed relatively healthy. A uh, couple of line injuries. O-line was horrible once again. Uh, D-line trade, Roquan trade, uh, Robert Quinn. So just a depleted team, but, yeah, just a classic tank job, to be honest. But, yeah, you can't really can't really say anything else about it. Yeah, I, I guess uh, it is what it is, and that's what we kind of need to do. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say in some way, I don't want to cut you off, but I, I mean, you never want to go 3-14, and 14, but this – season kind of went perfectly in, in some ways for the Bears, right? Because I don't know what you guys thought before the year, but I can't imagine you were expecting them to compete deep into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, especially what happened this past week, being able to have the first overall pick 
and obviously you don't want to root for your team to lose, but if, you, if you're ever going to, this Bears team would be a perfect example of a team you would want to lose games. And they did, and they certainly did. So it's going to be a big offseason for them, too. I know I, I know they have a obnoxious amount of cap space, so we'll see. We'll see how different they look next year. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, you never root for a team to lose, as you said, but... I mean, we got the number one pick after a wild Texans win on Sun or this past Sunday. Um, I'm happy with it. I have two follow-up questions. Uh, first one's going to Owen. Owen, what do you think the Bears should actually do with the first pick? And then uh, James, do you think that Fields really is our guy? I've heard pe- uh, people saying like the Bears should trade Fields and the first pick, try to draft, or maybe they'll they'll keep the first pick and trade Fields. Uh, Owen, address your question first. And James, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to think. Yeah, um, I think the obvious thing, I, or what I've seen a lot of, is what people wanted him to do, obviously, is to trade out. Um, and that's operating under the assumption that Fields is the guy. I know James will probably dive a little deeper into that in a minute. But uh, if you're confident with him, I'm sure there are multiple teams that, well, there are multiple teams that just desperately need a quarterback, uh, the Texans being one of them making their uh, late game heroics all the more confusing. Um, and then you have a team like teams like the Colts, the Raiders. So there should be multiple bidders for that pick. And I think the private should be able to go very high. I don't know off the top of my head what the, the Jared Goff or Carson Wentz, those draft pick trades, what the compensation was. But I mean, if you can get multiple first round picks and still keep a pick in the top five, top 10 and get a good defensive player, I think that's the, the perfect scenario for the Bears. I agree. I uh, I like the I like the idea of trading back. Um, but Sam, yeah, I'll go into the question about, about Fields. He's definitely the guy. He took tremendous strides. Uh, people who say he can't really pass, the object of the game is to get from one side of the field to the next. Doesn't really matter how you do it. Um, you also want to win football games too. He doesn't have. He didn't have any receivers around him. He didn't have. Um, and a line in front of them. And when you go watch the Patriots tape, which is one of the probably the best game played all season, watch what he does with it when he has time. Watch where he puts the ball when he has, I don't know, maybe when Cole Komet's ready to play and, I don't know, Nikhil Harry's on the field. But you look at our wide receiver core, this guy just needs legit players around him, and the passing yardage will go up. I can guarantee it. And he's a, a tremendous runner. He's a tremendous athlete. And all these people uh, begging or saying the Bears should trade fields and draft like a Bryce Young or a Will Levis or whatever, it's insane. It's basically just restarting, going backwards. You're already at the spot where you've tanked. Now you have control of your football team. It's all on poles now. And this is – I'm nervous, Sam. I don't know how you're feeling, but I'm genuinely nervous for what he's uh, – got out of him this spring i'm nervous too so currently the bears have uh round one pick number one round two they have 56 round three 65 and then they have two fourths two fifths and a seventh so and plus they have chase claypool because he's basically a first round pick too yeah that i actually have the uh page pulled up right here yahoo sports on january 10th the Steelers committed highway robbery when they sent Chase Claypool to the Bears before the NFL trade deadline. That's literally the first line in the article two days ago. 
So, hey, you know, we lost a first-round pick there, but, I mean, like, uh, Claypool better do something. Claypool is healthy. Darnell Mooney, not healthy. A lot of injuries on the wide receivers this year, uh, I would agree. Um, and we'll get into more of the NFL draft stuff down the road when that's nearing up. We'll have Ryan Wands on. Um, we'll talk a little bit about that. But, yeah, the Bears have a lot of injuries, and they have a lot of needs. Um, offensive line, defensive line, uh, and wide receiver, as James said. So, um, do you guys have yeah, an idea of what they want to do? Just just to touch on the Claypool, uh, yeah, that's what, uh, that's what has me a little bit nervous. Pulls coughing up uh you know trading for a, a wide receiver who i don't know doesn't really have issues but is kind of a hot head and hasn't really grown into his potential um he's an interesting guy but just coming into the team fields was a little bit banged up um claypool was a little bit banged up himself so i don't know if we've seen if we can really call it you know well what a fucking horrible move by polls but Next year, a couple weeks into the season, or we'll see how the summer goes. And if there's not any progress, then I think we can we can deem that one failed for sure. I'll also say, too, it's going to be interesting with all that cap space because I know it's not a good wide receiver class in free agency this year. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're going to be aggressive in during the draft and picking wide receivers or they're going to just run it back with the guys they have. I think Because they certainly do have holes all, all along the roster, but I think getting a wide receiver, at least a, like a big-time playmaker, and then may do it through a trade or something like that. I think that'll probably have the biggest short-term effect on Justin Fields in, in terms of the offense. They get one like stud wide receiver, I think that'll make a huge difference, more so than any offensive lineman or beefing up the defense for good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you see the uh, A.J. Brown, what they got Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. They, got, they went out and got A.J. Brown. Look at, look at that Eagles team on the bye week. But, yeah, uh, the Claypool thing, uh, I think Poles was just, you mentioned the free agent class and the draft, I mean, not having tremendous uh, wide receiver talent. I think he saw, he, he noticed that and, and panicked a little bit and just grabbing Claypool and, you know, kind of laughing in everybody's face. But in reality, it didn't really, didn't really work this year, but we'll see what happens next year. He's a big body. You could send him to the outside. I mean, he's a, he has potential. He's still young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I love that example about Fields playing well at the Patriots game. That's a perfect example of the team actually looking good this year. Yeah, go watch that tape. And then anybody doubted it, like anybody who's a running back, isn't that okay? Well, he's a really good running back. Go watch the Miami Dolphins tape or go watch any game and he'll break a 60 yard run. So he's yeah. a good quarterback. I agree. All right, final two questions here for NFL. This NFL draft stuff. Is Will Levis, is he the second best quarterback in the draft? And who's better, Will Anderson or Jalen Carter? You can go ahead. Yeah, uh, I feel like with Levis, there's one of these guys every year where it's a quarterback who's got all the physical tools, got a strong arm, but really hasn't done anything production-wise. Um, I think it's kind of been hit or miss. I mean, Justin Herbert was kind of that guy, but he, he actually produced, but in terms of being like a physical specimen with a strong arm, I mean, I hate to make the comparison, but I think in terms of pure prospect, it probably reminds me the most of Josh Allen in the sense that, you know, the numbers were not good in college. Um, 
So, I mean, it's, you don't really know what you're going to get. I think you need a good coaching staff and you need some patience if you're going to draft a Will Levis, but I think his ceiling is probably the highest of any quarterback. Um, I don't know about Stroud. I mean, he's the other guy you'd argue for the second best quarterback, but he played for Ohio State and Ohio State guys have had, I would say, limited success in the NFL so far. I know Fields is kind of breaking that mold or starting to try to break that mold, but it's hard mm-hmm. to say. I mean, it's kind of more of a he's kind of a lottery ticket type pick, and mm-hmm. you know, either they work out like Josh Allen or they turn into a Zach Wilson. So, it's certainly a risk. Um, in terms of the defensive guys, I would say probably I'd prefer Anderson just because he's an edge rusher. I, I don't know. I mean, you could probably count on one hand how many elite interior defensive linemen there are in the NFL. It's probably Aaron Donald, and I mean, I don't even know if you can name another one that's. A, a true game breaker whereas if you're on the edge you can make an impact in every single play both in the past and in the run so i would i would tend to lean towards him but then again if if jalen carter is an aaron donald type you're not going to want to miss out on that so i mean i really don't think you can go wrong with either of those guys of course i'm not a draft expert but i mean i'm not saying i'm not reinventing the wheel up here but i think they're both both have potential to be absolute stud nfl players mm-hmm. I agree. I, I'd prefer Anderson, I think, for our team, Sam, just I'd rush, but uh, who knows what, what happens in the draft. Because how do you guys, how, do you, how would you think it would go uh, first pick if we we made a trade with someone? Would it just be, you think, Young, then uh, another another team would draft a quarterback after that, and then three, and then if we trade with the Colts, we'd have the four pick, and Anderson, maybe Carter, or either or would be there. It'll be interesting, too, if, if somebody trades ahead of the Texans and picks a quarterback at one, what do they do at two? I mean, do they pick a Levis or a, a Stroud, or do they completely pivot to some other position? That'll, that'll be interesting, because I do have a feeling there will be a trade. I mean, if I'm sitting here now predicting, I think the Bears are going to trade that pick. So that kind of puts a lot of pressure on the Texans, and they're they're known for being a pretty terrible organization, so I'm sure they'll make the wrong decision. But it'll be interesting either way what the decision is. Yeah, I'm looking at an article right now from Pro Football Fantasy. Uh, came out yesterday. It's Colts trading up to one and getting Bryce Young. Uh, Bears moving to, to the fourth slot to uh, mm-hmm. get Jalen Carter. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Bears, if you can get either one of Carter or Anderson, you're, you've got to be absolutely thrilled because, I mean, those are the top two players on the board. Yeah. And you're still getting additional first round picks, assuming you trade out of one. So that's that's a huge that's a huge draft night. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, there's there's no way that he could screw this up, right? You, you think going and you think this is a clear and obvious. You trade out of this, you get maximum picks, and they're in your off. Yeah, I mean, it, it it should be that easy. I mean, I don't know if they're if they're going to talk themselves or they're just saying they might draft a quarterback to drive up the price, mm-hmm. or if they're mm-hmm. actually going to talk themselves into it. Because, like you said, that's kind of a total reset. But two or three years later, after making that big splash trade to get Fields in the first place, I don't know if you want to go through that again. I mean, it's up to the scouting department if they think Bryce Young is that much better. I guess they take him, but I don't know. I, I feel like the the offers that they're going to get for that pick are going to be so enticing. It's going to be it's going to be tough to turn them down. We better get a lot. We better get a lot out of it. I mean, I, I would I would imagine multiple future first round picks, yeah. at least. That'd yeah. be awesome. I'd love to stay in top four too. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
that's where the Colts, I think, are right now. They're the part, Colts they're, are the, probably yeah. the perfect yeah, trade partner, and they, they certainly need a quarterback. Agreed. Yeah, no, I agree. All right, any other final thoughts on the Bears or possible draft stuff? Um, no, I think I'm good. Well, we're real early on this, yeah. But Bears, oh, yeah. tough year. NFL going still, it's not. It's sad not seeing the Bears. Yeah. But uh, it's also not it, – it, it's also sad for one person in this uh, podcast to not see the Packers in the playoffs. Owen, I have to ask you, what did you think of the season? What went wrong and what needs to change next year to make the playoffs again and get Aaron Rodgers back? Yeah, I, I, I think in terms of what went wrong, I think pretty much everything went wrong. I don't, I don't know if they had one guy – on the entire roster that got better or played better this year than he did last year, which is troubling. Um, the defense that was supposed to be so good, they spent so much money on and so much draft capital on, was as bad as it usually is, if not worse, um, stepped down from last year. And Rodgers was he, was, he was bad. I mean, he was, for his standards, bad, but actually for NFL quarterback standards, he was pretty bad. I think his quarterback rating was like 91. Um, so it just looked difficult for them. Everything they did was difficult to watch. Uh, even when they won and they went on their winning streak, it was hard to get excited because you never really got, or I never really got the sense that this team was actually any good. Um, I saw a stat that they were the only team that missed the playoffs that beat four different teams that did make the playoffs. And uh, I think the conclusion there is that the four teams they did beat actually aren't very good. Um, and that's the Cowboys, Buccaneers, Vikings, and I can't remember who the fourth one is, but all four of the teams they beat that did make the playoffs, I don't think are going to make much noise. So it's interesting. They're kind of they're at a crossroads now where they have to make a decision on their quarterback. Um, I, there was an article on CBS Sports today, CBSSports.com about that, and basically they need to make a decision now. Otherwise, they're going to be stuck with Rodgers and his money against the cap for next three years. So, <laughs> not a good year. Not a good year. Um, but I will say I'm kind of um, relieved that they didn't make the playoffs because if they did, they'd have to play the 49ers. And I think we all know how that game would go. Yeah, that, that's that's been echoed Riley and uh, Gavin. That's what, they, that's what they said regarding going into a game with the Niners. But, yeah, I'm not going to not going to dance on the Packers here but yeah tough year I, I liked um I like Christian Watson I'm glad he came on at the end kind of yeah he was good um yeah but there, I think they still need to add at least one one wide receiver that can make plays oh, I know what I wanted to ask um the ejection in I think was it the fourth quarter <clears throat> Quay Walker let's talk about that for a second yeah, it's. I mean, I don't know if that could be a worse look, given the mm-hmm. timing of it and what happened. It just, it just could not be a worse look. It's just embarrassed. That's the second time he's been ejected this year. But the defense, incredibly soft, but yet arrogant to the point of getting ejected. It, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. They're, they were. It's just better for everybody that they didn't make the playoffs because that's just not a good team, not a well-coached defense. Not a well-executing offense. Just terrible. Just just a very, very bad year. Made worse for the fact that the Vikings, I think, are actually terrible, too. So the division was gettable. I think the, 
going forward, I would say the Lions are probably the, the team that would be most concerned about, at least in the short term. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Dan Campbell's agree. great. And I was I would also say that um, Christian Watson is going to be good going forward. He was That's great. He came out in, like, week nine or something, and he was awesome, whatever, some midseason. Yeah. Uh, he was good. But in for context for the listeners, Quay Walker got – Ejected for pushing the athletic trainer, correct? Yeah, yeah, not not, not the best timing for that. Yeah, that's tough. Well, yeah, we, I, I, did, yeah. I didn't know it was the second time like getting ejected for something like that. Yeah, no, the first time he just pushed a coach on the sideline. So, oh, okay. not as severe. Okay. Lord, cool. Quay Walker, interesting. Um, all right, uh, but yeah, we won't dance on the Packers' sorrow. Um, they're still a good team, and they were better than we were this year. So that's you, you killed us when you played it in Chicago. So you got that going yeah. for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's not something you can really hang your hat on, though, is it? Yeah. That's true. All right, well, enough uh, Bears and Packers talk. Let's go to the NFL playoff picture. So matchups this year uh, coming up this weekend. Are going to be Jacksonville and the Chargers, Cincinnati and uh, the the Ravens and Buffalo and Miami, a Tua-less Miami, and then it's Bucks, Dallas, and Minnesota and New York Giants, and the 49ers and Seahawks. So just here in those, you could probably pick uh, who would win, but I want to hear what are you guys going to watch this weekend. Yeah, I mean, just looking at these games, I think three of them could pretty easily be blowouts. Um, that's the Seahawks and the 49ers, um, the Ravens without Lamar Jackson and the Bengals, and then Buffalo and Miami. Um, I, I don't think there's a very good chance that Seattle, Miami, or Baltimore is able to win those games. Uh, but I think all the other ones are very, very intriguing, um, especially the Chargers and the Jaguars. I think just the two young quarterbacks, the Chargers are kind of an up-and-coming team. Jaguars are much improved from where they were last year. I think that has the potential to be pretty fun. And then Vikings and the Giants, I think, is probably the best upset potential, uh, just because I, I really don't think the Vikings are any good at all. I mean, any time they played any team that's good, they, I mean, they played Philadelphia, got blown out. They played uh, Dallas, got blown out. So, I mean, I, I do not see them making a very deep run. And then, of course... Tampa Bay and Dallas as the nightcap on Monday. <clears throat> I think that could be obviously a good game because Dallas is not playing well, and then Tampa Bay is just not very good either. So competitive games um, outside of the three I mentioned, I mean, I'll probably watch them all. You know, that's that's what I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's a good slate. Uh, uh, I agree with you on the, the big favorites here, winning the Niners, the, the Bills, and uh the Bengals, and then yeah, I think my favorite game is going to be the Giants at Vikings. I don't know. I I want to see the Vikings lose, but everybody uh, loving the Giants, and uh, you know, I know the Vikings are a little overrated and managed. And some of the games they've won have been absolutely absurd. I mean, you guys, you guys beat them bad at, at your place a couple of weeks ago. Well, even when they beat the Giants not too long ago, I think that was a what sixty-one yard field goal as time expired. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I'm a little nervous about picking a side for that one, but that's probably my favorite. And then, yeah, I 
I like the Bucks against the Cowboys. I, that's just a Cowboys game that I feel like they'll lose that game somehow. <clears throat> I think less than 40 points scored in the Bucks-Dallas game. I don't think anyone's going to Yeah, that could be an ugly game. I could see that being very, very ugly. And I know there's supposed to be a lot of rain in San Francisco, too, for the Seahawks-Niners game. Yeah. Not sure if that changes anything, but I think it's just something to watch. That's interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm really looking forward to Jaguars, uh, Chargers. Doug Peterson just gets it done. Trevor Lawrence, Gatorade athlete. I like to see it. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. He's uh, what a step he's taken. They uh, they're a fun team to watch. He didn't he didn't play that well in that winning in against Tennessee last week, but the defense got it done. And those Jags fans are pretty crazy. So. That'll be a good game, especially on NBC, too. I don't yep. remember the last time mm-hmm. seeing them on NBC. Yep. And it, so it'll be Bengals-Chiefs in the conference finals, correct? Because it'll be – it most likely will be Bengals versus Bills in the lower bracket there, and it'll be Jaguars <laughs> or Chargers and Chiefs. The, that Bills-Bengals game is going to be really good again. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's going to be awesome, I mean, especially for a divisional game, too. I mean, that's championship game quality, just yeah. because I think there are three elite teams in the AFC, and that makes it all the more interesting. Yeah, how many weeks are we're one week removed from yeah. the uh, DeMar Hamlin thing? And, and next weekend, we could see the Bills and Bengals match up again, which is kind of crazy, in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, I think that's... AFC, I think, is going to be tough. And the NFC, I mean, I, I don't want to jump ahead, but I'll say Super Bowl. I'll just go into my Super Bowl prediction. NFC, I, I, I find it hard to believe that anybody's going to beat San Francisco the way they play it. Um, I know Philadelphia is the one seed. They've been the one seed all year. Um, but I, I just think that the, the 49ers have such a strong roster, such a strong defense. And people saying, oh, they're playing with Brock Purdy. They're not going to be able to win a, a championship. Um, I guess my rebuttal would be they made a Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo as their quarterback, and I'm not sure that Jimmy Garoppolo is any better than Brock Purdy. So they'd be my pick out of the NFC. And then AFC, I think the obvious, I mean, people, I think the Bills are getting a lot of momentum for people as being the AFC championship champion. Um, I think the Chiefs are going to get there as, as much as I hate to say it. I think they've almost been overlooked with how good the Bengals and the Bills have been, but I, I think they're the best team in the AFC. Their offense is borderline unstoppable, and I think their defense is good enough. So, and that, that would make it what Chiefs, 49ers, a rematch of the Super Bowl, what was that two, three years ago? So that'll be interesting if it does happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, I really like the Bengals, honestly. I, I like Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase and that team. I think. They get it going. They were in the Super Bowl against the, the Rams. What was it? Was that? That wasn't that was last, last year, year, was it? That was last oh, year. Shit. Oh, shit. Um, all right. Well, I'll take, yeah, I'll say Bengals and then um, NFC. Uh, mm, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's not like oh, one yeah. of these teams jumps out, right? I mean, whereas the AFC, those three are so clearly above the rest. I feel like the NFC is kind of more even. That's why I was so worried about, you know, Rodgers sneaking in because this is just, I mean, yeah, you'd have to play the Niners, but Brock Purdy against Rodgers, maybe he could figure something out there. But, yeah, I mean, NFC may be the, 
I'll say I'll say Niners as well. I guess just the defense. The defense is good. Yeah. No, I would. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with. I I think the Chiefs too. I think Jarek McKinnon. If I have to say somebody's just gonna have like an amazing playoffs or something. I don't even know. And then for uh, Fort Niners too. McCaffrey finally gets I mean, to experience like the playoffs. The Eagles, but I, I mean, I just don't know. I'm just not. There. For a lot of reason, I'm just not very confident the Eagles to make it to the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Maybe Hurts will get hurt again. Never know. But uh, okay. He's, he's still banged up, probably yeah. too. He, I don't, yeah, I don't like think. He, yeah, he's never going to be at least during this playoff run. I don't think he's going to be able to get back to 100. Mm-hmm. percent So I mean, that's that's a factor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. But well, playing at home, I know the Philly fans. Yeah, I, I traded one of my... I could have gone to the playoff game, and I traded with uh, some girl who was, like, a big Eagles fan. I'm like, I just hate the Eagles. I can't stand them. Um, so you go to the game. Yeah, so that's uh, the NFL playoff picture and our Super Bowl predictions. Uh, anything else to say, guys? We got five minutes left here. All right. I mean, maybe you can give me a rundown. I haven't been keeping up with the Chicago Bulls, but I saw that was on your on your list of things to talk about. So yeah, maybe a quick update of, of what they're up to, and then maybe the Blackhawks. I understand things aren't going too well there. Hundred percent. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're just gonna jump into that. So Bulls currently sitting at number ten in the East at record of nineteen and twenty three. Uh, their best players so far are continuing to be Demar Derozan, Zach Levine, and Nikola Vucevic all averaging 26, 24, and 17, respectively, uh, in the points category. Uh, The Bulls haven't looked that good this year. I don't really know what we should do with this team. Um, James, Owen, any thoughts? I've been watching less basketball than usual this year, so I should probably just butt out and hear what James had best to say. Yeah, they're they're miserable. Um, Last night, uh, they were down three with, I think, 10 seconds left. I was at my friend's house, and they just had it on. I was like, what are we doing? Uh, Five seconds left. They inbound it to Levine. He goes for a two, and then he's, like, clamoring with the ref. I got fouled. It it wouldn't wouldn't matter. First of all, they're not even in the – I don't think they were in the bonus, so it would be in the inbounds with, I don't know, a one second. So it's like, okay, so now instead of the five second that you just had the the Billy Diamond just drew up for you guys, you're taking a two-pointer when you're down three. So Levine, I think last year I was saying I was out on them, Sam, and then I was back in. Now I'm done with them. You tear this team down. Um, I had on here Pat Williams being a bust. Uh, I just looked up. I think we took him with the fourth overall pick in the draft. I can't believe that. Well, I saw that. The one thing I did see is that Levine and the, the organization have been kind of at odds lately. So I'm interested to see what happens there. If they're going to trade him during the season or or what what, what they do because it, it doesn't seem good. No, it's it's weird, Sam. I want I want to get your thoughts. Uh, um, this GM that we hired, uh, I like. I liked his first couple moves, but the, I think the Zucevic trade kind of messed with us in the long term. And I don't know. He's this team looks like shit. So I'm gonna be honest. I have not watched one Bulls game this year, and I don't plan to. Um, Arturo Current, no, Korsanovich, maybe that's his name, Kornosovich. Um Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. he did well at the start, but I think it. You gotta point out the fact that. Vooch is still probably, I haven't watched the game, but I assume he's probably still spotting up from three rather than getting in the paint and getting rebounds. 
and also Lonzo Ball. Where the hell is that guy? What's going on? But uh, it's and Terry exactly. Williams is terrible. You don't draft a guy. Oh, he's good at defense at number four. You just don't. Sorry. That's my mm-hmm. thoughts. I don't have any faith in the Bulls. I'm sorry. That's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm yeah, we're done. Uh, yeah. Brutal loss to the Wizards last night. Levine, what are you doing, buddy? Uh, tough. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, NHL standings. And if the Zoom ends, we can just jump back on the Zoom. We'll just do that again for you guys, uh, Owen and James. Um, Blackhawks are winning. I think they're doing very well in the tank standing so far, sitting at a record of 10, 25, and 4. Uh, yeah, they're not doing well. They are competing currently, and I'm fine with them tanking. Connor Bernard is the real deal. Um, uh, James, what are your thoughts on him? <laughs> I think you said it right there. I watched the World Junior Series everywhere. It was all over, uh, scoring goals for Canada and yeah they're horrible uh they should get the one pick I'm worried they'll get screwed out of it and the NHL give it to Arizona in hopes that um maybe people start coming to the games they can go back to their old arena and stay in Arizona because they're playing at ASU they're playing at some college rink um in Tempe and I'm gonna go to a game one of these days but yeah I don't know uh, the Hawks uh Kane's hurt I think he, they just put him on IR, and it's close to the trade deadline. So I don't really know what's going to happen with him or Taze, but I don't know. Do either of them really want to leave? I haven't really seen that much, but yeah, I, lo- I like the Bedard kid too, so hopefully they can tank for him. But yeah, I haven't really watched that much NHL or NBA, really. I, I mainly just stuck to the NFL and college stuff. Any uh, hockey on your own? What do you think? I agree with everything that James just said. I would agree with that. Um, just going into a few stats here, actually, about the team. Uh, currently, it is Max Domi uh, leading in points while K- Patrick Kane's injured. Patrick Kane might be out the rest of the year. I don't know what's going to happen again with that, but, um, yeah, Patrick Kane's hurt. Jonathan Tates is still out there at uh, 11 goals and 10 assists. Um, he's doing okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it is just a tank year. That's what we're focusing on. Um, it's going to be okay. It's Connor Bernard, he looked awesome in the World Juniors, and he was scoring goals. He is definitely a player um, worth – Techie for and I'm 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 confident that we can get it, but I can also see um, that uh, see the NHL screwing because they don't like the Blackhawks and the Kyle Beach thing. Um, yeah, I just I could see it, but I wouldn't like it. Uh, never know about that. Yeah, Kyle Beach, James. Do you think the uh, Blackhawks will get screwed out of the first um, pick because of Kyle Beach and the sexual assault <laughs> stuff, and then like? The, the the coyotes are gonna get it so they can get a new stadium deal and like is that is that what is that what you were going into that I, is what i was thinking i was saying that max domi is our points leader right now sure yeah no that's sam that's people thinking um who like me like the blackhawks but uh 
Yeah, they they want to keep this team in Arizona, and uh, I, I heard the place sells out, and it's a fun time down there. But yeah, they're not making much money at these games, and the visitors' locker room is—I don't even know—it's like roped off with I don't even know some chain or something. But yeah, I hope we can get them because this team needs to get back to the playoffs. I miss watching our teams in the playoffs, bro. Yeah, this was a depressing year of sports in Chicago. I would have to say. Um, How it goes. Yeah, it sure is. Um, yeah, we'll hope to get um, Bernard. I think he uh, he's great, yeah. And I, I'll do a shameless plug to my friends. Uh, they run a podcast in Chicago. It's called CHGO Podcast, Sports Podcasts. They have daily shows yeah. like Blackhawks, Bulls, Cubs, Blackhawks every day. Um, so they're pretty cool. Let's give them a follow. They get a lot of good hockey content. And the uh, guy who, one of the guys who does the Blackhawks podcast, um, he's the guy who runs all the trivia at Firewater. So, um, and current update: the Chicago Blackhawks scored Sam Lafferty, and they're up one zero versus the Avalanche at home. Sam didn't know he had tickets tonight, so he's not at the game. Oh my, dummy. Oh my god. Yeah. My mom just sent him to me. Like didn't even know. That would have been, so, been a good game. It would have. But now uh my cousin's gone, so we're all good. Yeah. Um I like going to Blackhawks games. I'm going to the Sabres on Tuesday. It'll be fun to see them. They're yeah, they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. Take Tons Thompson, Beast. Same with you know what? I I've you know I've watched I think more Oilers games than Blackhawks. I McDavid's if you want just free money, like McDavid point, McDavid goal every night, every night. It's probably like minus 400 or 500, it seems like. And then even anytime goal is usually around like minus 110 plus 100, which is garbage, but he's that good. Wow. He had like a really good exactly. goal I heard yesterday and I didn't see it, but I heard it was sick. Yeah. And I think the Bruins are going to win this year. Could see it. Yeah. Could see it. They are currently uh, 34 and 4 and 4. Or 32, 4 and 4. Killing it in the uh, Atlantic Division. Yeah, they're crushing it. All right, that's enough Blackhawks. They're they're winning tonight, but they're not playing well. Keep losing, Blackhawks. We're happy with that. Um, All right, and we'll just do some jumping into baseball right now. Uh, I am really looking forward to baseball. I miss baseball. Just watching MLB Network, MLB Tonight every night, you know. Fantasy baseball, I love it. Um, Owen always tries to get me at the end of the season in fantasy, but he never can. He did that one year in probably like eighth grade uh, fantasy basketball, but I'll never forget. Um, yeah, I, Cubs have made some acquisitions. Um, but first, Owen, you haven't talked for a while. What have the Brewers done this offseason? Are you happy with who they've gotten, or are you hoping they get somebody else? Um, well, they were the last team to sign a free agent of any kind, or I guess sign an MLB free agent from another team, and that just happened last week, and uh, that was Wade Miley, so that, that's the only signing they've made. Uh, they don't have a lot of money, so I mean, they really can't complain all that much. Uh, they were able to trade for uh, William Contreras kind of out of nowhere, and they really didn't yeah. give anything up, so that, I think that's going to be huge for them, I mean, he 
his offensive stats last year would have been ranked first on the Brewers across the board. So hopefully that improves the offense. I mean, I think like every year they'll they'll be pretty good. They'll probably be competing for, if not the division, for a wild card spot. So I mean, they they keep me interested. I mean, they're not they don't have a lot of um, star power, especially with the Alex being on the decline as he has been, but. They keep it interesting. They're they're fun to watch. So I'll certainly be watching a lot of Brewers games this summer. Yeah, that's good to hear. Uh, I would hope the Brewers do better than the Cardinals. I'll give you that. It's yeah, a- I can't stand the Cardinals. I know you can't either. But yeah, what have the Cubs done? Just to refresh my uh, my memory, it was it. Um, have they done made any splash moves? Are they going to make any splash moves? Well, they didn't sign Frank Schwindel. He's currently playing for the Orcs. Buffaloes in Japan. Interesting move. Um, the Cubs also signed Cody Bellinger, Brad Boxberger, Gansby Swanson was the big money ticket item. Uh, and Jameson Tyon is now going to be our ace, I, I guess. Um, Tucker Barnhart and Eric Hosmer, those were some of the big guys. So, uh, James, what do you think about it? It's just nice to see some like new faces and some players who used to be good and on the team and maybe just actually showing an effort to win some games. So maybe they'll be competitive and they'll be fun to watch. And we still have Suzuki and Ian Happ and uh, Nick Horner. So it'll be good. I'm interested to see what happens with Nick Madrigal. He's kind of the odd man out here um, with Danby Swanson coming in. So maybe they trade him for something, but yeah, it'll be a competitive division. And yeah, I am, I'm upset that we lost uh, Contreras to the Cardinals. That is, that's just, it's unbelievable how they could go from Yadier Molina to now probably, probably the best catcher in the league. Like, just like that. Yeah, uh, I'll be honest, I was the only person booing at Yadier Molina in September at a Cubs game. (laughs) I don't understand that, too. What, What? why such a warm response for Yadier Molina of all people? At, at Wrigley, too. Like, what? That's unbelievable. I didn't know that. Yeah, that sucked. Everyone was cheering. It was crazy. I had no clue what was going on. I guess it's the friendly confines for a reason. So, um, But, yeah, I, I think Danzy Swanson is good. He, it was a good contract. Uh, him and Horner hopefully will work something out. That'll be good. Um yeah, I was really hoping we would have got Trey Mancini and gotten another starting pitcher. I, I maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think they'll probably have. I can't imagine there are many more infields or middle infields in the in baseball that are better defensively than than Horner and Swanson. So that I mean that could help out the pitching staff in its own, but. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, they, they actually made some changes after how many years of having all this money or complaining that they don't have any money and not doing anything. So it's going to be refreshing as a Cubs fan. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I still think they care more about the neighborhood. Um, but that's uh, that's hopefully that'll change soon. We'll see. But I really like William Contreras, so, and I think that was a great pickup. Yeah, I mean, for what they gave up, I think they're going to be thrilled. I mean, I can't imagine they were the ones who initiated the deal either. I think they probably just got brought in as a third team and said, hey, we'll give you William Contreras. So why Yeah, not? that that was unbelievable. I, w- I was going to say, I once you were talking about the Brewers, I was like, 
didn't they get they got someone but yeah they snuck themselves into that three-way deal so who is who is the big the big one in that or was there it was was it sean murphy was the to the Braves, and then I think the Brewers just gave up one of their one of the outfield prospects they got in the hater trade, really fast guy, who I guess is going to steal a lot of bases, but was never going to be in the, on the Brewers. I don't think was never going to get at bats for the Brewers this upcoming year anyway. A fast guy who was never going to do anything is perfect for the Athletics. So I'm well, too. I think this also didn't they change some rules this year with base stealing is going to go up. I, I can't remember what the specifics were. I think the bases bigger or well, something. I think they have to go, didn't they also limit the amount of times you could throw over or try to pick somebody off too? No way. I, I think so. Yeah, so they, I think they, every year. They expect stolen bases to go up a bit, but I mean, I don't know if it's worth giving up William Contreras for a, a fast guy who can't hit. And Adam Dunn and uh, Adam Dunn and uh, who is it? Chris Davis are coming back to the league this year because the shift is gone. That's a joke, but it, yeah. I mean, I'd be gone. interested to see. I know Joey Gallo always complains about that, but he just strikes out all the time, so I don't even know what he's talking about. But yeah. it'd be interesting to see what batters, like the, the difference in numbers, just like if anybody suddenly is batting 300, who was previously batting like 220. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, I'm still surprised how a real MLB uh, hitter could never figure out from the to bunt to the left side. If you're lefty, or butt to the right side. How can you not get on base every second? Especially time? if you're a lefty. There's nobody on the, that side of second base. Yeah. You can get a double if you just hit it with some force. Exactly. Just punch it out there. So, I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm glad to see it go. The amount of base hits Rizzo and... Yeah, Rizzo. On, Rizzo's the one who's probably been robbed of him the most. You know how many sharp balls he's like just hitting in the... And then there's a guy in right field like in front of the right fit. it's like what are we doing what and then people were like oh it's you should you gotta know you gotta you gotta train yourself to hit the other way what are we talking about you want people to watch the game you want the game to get more attention let's get some more runs going let's let's and this is what drives me crazy too because i like to i like to watch the baseball games but i also like to bet on them sometimes and last year was impossible because they're changing the ball and like every game, and it's like some games are ten to eleven, and then some games are one nothing, and it's just like you can't you can't give me a line, you can't off let us bet on that if they're going to change rules every year. So hopefully, um, some things are back to normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. I, I I saw an article and I can't remember where exactly it was, but I think they. At evidence they've used three different baseballs throughout the season like the regular regular season one and then like the dead one and then they had like a special like juiced one that they used in the playoffs in every yankees game allegedly so and it's like that's like a that's like made that's like a big deal like this is sports it's like the nfl the flakegate stuff that was a huge story and it's like yeah. no one really no one knows about this stuff really because uh, the MLB is the one who's doing it and also the one who's keeping it quiet. And it's just our guy Manfred, so yeah. what else can... Somebody's got to be on... Like, I wonder if somebody's on the inside next to Manfred and Manfred will be like, hey, I'm playing a dead ball game today. You take the under. Like, it could be, honestly. You never know. Yeah, there's no way. There's no way for somebody's not making money. Dude, definitely. Yeah. 
So, but I had an idea. Um, oh, and you, I, I went two years ago out to James's place in Arizona. I really want to go again this year for spring training. Um, and we should both go see some spring training games and possibly go to a uh, Coyotes game at the good old ASU. Yeah, the Mullet Arena. Are those, do the Brewers play spring training out here? Yeah. Yeah, they're in, um, I want to say, Maryvale. But yeah, they're in the Cactus League. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll get some worked out. Definitely. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm excited. I think just seeing the Coyotes at Arizona State would be just wild. That's got to be funny. you got to be able to just sit on the ice, I mean, on the on the boards, right? I mean, it can't be expensive. It's like the Blackhawks. Right. What's bigger, the United, uh, the Allstate Arena or ASU? I think Allstate Arena is actually fairly big. Yeah. Relatively. Allstate. By a lot. Wow. And a real NHL team in a tiny real. stadium. Yeah. That's crazy. I'd be going <laughs> as many as possible. That's just a sight to see. That's funny. Cool. It's a good time. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else you want to say, boys? We possibly, for listeners, uh, might have a show uh, idea coming up. Um, new show, possibly for YouTube, but we'll get into it at a later time. But I'd, uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it was awesome being on. Thanks for having me, Sam. As always. Yeah, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thank you too, James. Appreciate being back. Yeah, good to be back. Um, tough bear season, but the future looks bright. Let's uh, let's not fuck this up. Yeah, let's not <laughs> screw it up. Seriously, polls get it together. Um, yeah, but we got good sports coming up. We got March Madness coming up. Looking forward to that. Um, go to the over under uh, Chicago for all your March Madness needs. Uh, and yeah, it's, I'm looking forward to getting this going again with you guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All righty. Well, uh, I guess that'll do it. A perfect 50 minutes here. Um, so thank you so much, listeners, for tuning in to the Windy City Wire podcast. We're back, and we're here to stay. For James, Owen, and myself, Sam, it's been great having you. Have a great night.